And we welcome you back into Dodger Poke Report for the next edition of Dodgers Down the Farm for the High A Great Lakes Loons. You know, the Loons won the Midwest League for the first half of the season, so they've already qualified for the playoffs, but that did not stop them from playing great baseball. They had won their last three series in a row till this last week when they went to Lansing and they went two and four. So they lost the series this week to Lansing. It was the first series they had lost. In their last four, it was still exciting baseball. There was still a lot of great baseball that was played by the Loons that we're going to get to in this podcast with video and narrative. So we're going to get to that here in a minute. Before we do, I want to tell you a little bit about some of the team leaders. Jorbet Vivas leads the team in batting average at 272. I want to get these right. So if you see me look down, I'm actually looking at my notes to make sure I get everything right. Jorbet Vivas leads the team in batting average at 272. He also leads the team in RBIs at 39. Emanuel Vargas leads the team in home runs. Okay, so this is unique. Emanuel Vargas leads the team in home runs with 11. He also leads the team in walks, okay, with 54. And then he also leads the team in on-base percentage at 423. That 423 on-base percentage also is the best in the entire Midwest League. He leads the entire Midwest uh, the entire Midwest League in on-base percentage at 423. So Emanuel Vargas, boy, I tell you what, going back to about halfway through last year, he has just been absolutely fantastic offensively, and he's having a great year. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get to the highlights from last week from the Great Lakes Loons. Ryan Sublette knows how to wreck him tech. The Texas Tech Red Raider is just absolutely on fire. You can see that kind of side slot. I don't like to side it, call it a, a side arm because he still stays on top of the baseball, but a side slot, he has been just absolutely on point. Sunday, this is action from Sunday, was his fifth scoreless outing in a row. And during that span, he has 11 strikeouts, no walks. So 11 strikeouts, no walks in his last five performances. He's been scoreless in 16 of his 25 outings in the year, and he's allowed more than one run just two times all year. This young man out of Texas Tech, he was coached by Matt Gardner at Texas Tech. He was a wonderful pitcher at Oklahoma State. I got to see Matt Gardner pitch almost every inning um, that he pitched in college at OSU. He is just a tremendous pitching coach. Look at that attitude by Ryan Sublette. And I shouldn't say attitude. It's more just confidence. Look at that slider. I love that. I call it the Sublette slider. There's another great slider because it is legit. Last week, I showed you a, a kind of a tree, I guess, if you will, that showed Cole Dunsing compared to Goose Gossage and how similar they were with their mechanics. Dunsing had another good outing on Sunday for the Loons going scoreless in his one inning. And he pitched. And what I want you to see in this video, look at the late life on this on this baseball. That late life, it, meaning it just it just moves subtly right at the end of the pitch that you can see. It makes it to where it moves the baseball away from the barrel. It makes it hard to hit it directly on the barrel, which leads to a lot of weak contact, which should lead to a lot of quick outs for Cole Dunsing. So I think this young man has dynamite stuff. I think he has a dynamite future I think look at that late life that makes it hard to burn just instead of hitting a line drive you're always hitting pop-ups off of them so I love this young man out of the Kansas City area this is left-hander Ben Harris out of Georgia who just recently got 
moved up from low A Rancho Cucamonga. This is his outing from Sunday. He's allowed just two earned runs in his last six outings since being promoted from Great Lakes on June 25th. So Ben Harris has done a very good job or a very good job for Great Lakes since he has been there since June 25th. Jeff Bell seemed to pitch his best when it matters the most. This is a situation the other night where the Lugnuts, the Lansing Lugnuts, were just one pitch away from bringing the tying run to the plate. This was actually Saturday night, and as you see in this video, that pitch right there, Jeff Bell slammed the door and ended the baseball game. He has not allowed an earned run in eight of his last 11 outings, and that is since he has rejoined the club on June 9th. Albert DeYoung, the lightning bolt that I like to call him. I got to see him in Oklahoma City last year when he came up for just a little bit, and he is like lightning in a bottle. His first home run back with – actually, his first hit back with Great Lakes. He was injured for a while. was a walk-off grand slam. It does not get any more dramatic than that. The home run you're seeing here was his fifth home run of the season that he hit Saturday night. He actually had two hits in that game. He had two RBIs. He scored three runs and had six total bases. So Aldrich DeYoung is getting back in the groove and playing very well for Great Lakes. Kekai Rios is a catcher out of Hawaii that had a really good night on Saturday for the Loons with two hits. He has been smoking hot as of late. He's hitting 375 with an OPS of 1.069. That's 1069 OPS in July. So Kekai Rios, the young catcher from Hawaii, has been playing very well. This is Jorbet Vivas, who we mentioned is leading the club in batting average. This is a two-hit game that you're seeing on your screen, and he also had a walk in this game on Saturday. This is from the Saturday game. At that time, on Saturday, he had hits in 12 of his last 14 games. He was 18 for 57 during that stretch, which is 315. So Jorbet Vivas, not only has been hot, he's been consistent, and that's why he leads the team in batting average. This is Alex Alex DeJesus, I should say, that had three hits and three RBIs for Great Lakes on Saturday in their 7-3 win. DeJesus now, at at that time at least, had multi-hit games in three out of his last eight. Again, that's multi-hit games in three. That's Max Hewitt from Oklahoma State, one of my favorite all-time Oklahoma State players. I I have more respect for him, or at least as much respect for him. Max Hewitt, number 22, that you just saw a minute ago score as I do, there he is at second base, too, of any Oklahoma State Cowboy that I have ever remembered Watts playing. So, DeJesus, let's get back. There's Max again. Let's get back to DeJesus. He, had, he now has three multi-hit games in his last eight that he's played in July. Nick Nestrini, wow, he was totally dominant in his outing on Saturday. He went six innings. He gave up no runs. He struck out seven, and he walked just one. His fastball was 95-96. The slider was tight, as you're going to be able to see in this video, and make sure and check out the back-to-back changeups. If you go to my Twitter feed, Instagram feed, or if you just go to the article on this, in this video, if you, if you fast forward to 30 seconds, watch the back-to-back change-ups. It was a tremendous sequence. Look how that ball just kind of slightly tails right there at the end. Makes it very, very difficult to hit. Look at that ball. How that ball just kind of sunk a little bit towards the end. That ball moved in on the, on the hands of the righty, which is why it's just so difficult to barrel up. There's, there's that good tight slider. So this young man out of out of UCLA had a very, very, very good performance Saturday evening. About all you can say about Emmett Sheehan, who you're seeing on your screen with his performances lately, is wow. He went four innings, 
Then his last performance, he struck out six. He walked nobody. He gave up no runs. This is from Friday evening, and he has not allowed an earned run in six outings in a row. And and keep in mind, he's either a starter or a piggyback starter, so that is very, very impressive. But it's not as impressive as this next statistic I'm getting ready to give you. Uh, You know, I, I talked about not giving up an earned run in six outings in a row. Well, try this on for size. During that time, he has 30 strikeouts. 30 strikeouts and only six walks. That's a five-to-one strikeout-to-walk ratio. Other than three games this year between May 24th and June 4th, he has not given up a run all year. This young right-hander out of the Boston College is just absolutely dynamic. He has his confidence. Look at that changeup, the confidence that he's pitching with. That is just awesome to see, and he is on a roll. Carlos Duran is possibly the coolest pitcher to watch that I have ever seen with his unique windup, the way that he pauses with his timing, the way that he can mess hitters up with that, that slider that you just saw is just absolutely fantastic. Friday, look at that pause right there. That is awesome. Friday, he went three scoreless innings. He struck out six, including getting out of a bases loaded jam with only one out. And uh, he's yet to give up an earned run since returning off of the IL uh, a little while ago. And that's actually five games. I said a little while ago, let's get specific. Five games. He's pitching five games since the – look at that slider. He's pitching five games since he came off the IL. That was the pitch that got him out of that bases loaded jam. And he is very unique. He has big stuff. And he is very fun to watch. You know, we've seen a rebirth of Tony Gonsolin this year, and and people have asked, you know, what's the difference? And and I, well, there is no difference to me because anytime you have a split finger fastball in your back pocket, you always have a weapon that most other people do not that you can rely on. And Kendall Williams has that split finger as well. It is very good. He had another great outing on Wednesday, his last outing, and gave up just one run on two hits in four innings, and that's on the heels of a very, very, very good June where he had an ERA of 316, a batting average against of just 238, and he had a strike-to-walk, or he had a strikeout-to-walk ratio of 2.4 to 1, and with 25 strikeouts, actually that's 25, uh, 2.5 to 1, I should say, because he had 25 strikeouts to just six walks. So the big six foot six young man out of the state of out of the state of Mississippi, and you know he he, uh, he actually went to high school in Florida at the IMG Academy, but he is a very good pitcher with a good slider, the good split finger, and the good fastball. Emanuel Vargas that you're seeing here has quietly turned in one of the best years of any offensive player in the entire organization. The home run you're seeing here is his 11th of the year that he hit last Wednesday. He leads the team in home runs at Great Lakes now that Johnny DeLuca has been moved up to Tulsa with 11. He also leads, as I said earlier, Great Lakes in walks with 54. He leads the Great Lakes loons on on-base percentage at 423 and OPS at 907. And his on-base percentage, like I said earlier, leads the entire Midwest League, and he is third in the league in OPS. So this is a young man that's hit home runs. He's hit for pretty good average, and he has gotten on base a lot. And Emanuel Vargas is having a really good year. You're getting a good look at left-hander out of Oral Roberts, Adam Scoggins. And obviously, being from Oklahoma, I am very, very, very familiar with Oral Roberts, a university that is right smack dab in the middle of Tulsa. So he's not having to go very far. I'm sure he has. You know, he's from Springdale, Arkansas. 
and that's about about two hours from Tulsa. So I'm sure he has a lot of family that gets to come and watch him pitch, and he's very familiar with the Tulsa area because he pitched at Oral Roberts uh, for Ryan Fulmer there on the Tulsa base campus. He actually pitched with a young man that I coached in high school, and Evan Kowalski. So Adam Scoggins, I was so glad to to um, get a video up on him and, and get to show everybody just how good he is from the left side. And, you know, I, I communicated with him a little bit, and and he's coming back off of injury, and he and his, you know, what he said was, hey, I'm starting to feel like it's coming out of my hand and feeling like it it always has in the past. So I'm very glad for that for Adam Scoggins, and I'm looking for big things for him here in the near future. I'm glad that you tuned in to the next edition of Dodgers Down on the Farm, and I hope that you visit Dodger Poke Report on the internet, or you go to Dodger Poke on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. This is also going to be a podcast, so go to the podcast streaming service of your choice and search Dodgers Down on the Farm and never miss a thing from Dodger Poke Report. As always, thanks for tuning in and go Dodgers!